Hello, Marketeers. Welcome to another episode of AEC Marketeer Podcast, exploring AEC marketing and beyond. I'm your host, Keelan Cox, and I'll be exploring marketing trends and answering your most pressing questions to help you thrive as an AEC Marketeer. Hey there, Marketeers, and welcome to the first ever pre-Thanksgiving leftovers episode of the AEC Marketeer. So for this week's episode, I am including the leftover content of my conversation with Fawn Radmanich. If you remember, she talked about innovation and how we as marketers can innovate. We also talked about unicorns in the workplace, talked a little bit more about innovation that didn't make the first episode just because of the length. So I really hope you enjoy this and happy Thanksgiving. Unicorns. <laughs> and I use that phrase because marketing unicorns, I think everyone knows them when they see them. How would you define a marketing unicorn? Oh, that's it's such a hard thing because, you know, it, it's all about how different people's skill sets come into that one individual. But so often we're looking for someone in the marketing space that does proposals, does communications, both internal and external, and then, you know, also can do graphic design. And hey, they can also, you know, speak in front of audiences and lead a team while standing up in front of everybody, facilitate a conversation, also write really well. So you start to add all of these things and the the likelihood of finding all of those things in one person is slim. It's not that they don't exist. We all know that there are people who have all those different capabilities. But I think about it sort of like once upon a time, they made TVs that had VCRs actually built into the TV. Later on, it was DVDs. But it was these things that became all things to one person. And usually something on it didn't work. So ultimately, something would break. And that's kind of the way I look at unicorns is that when you find these people that have all these great skill sets, usually something breaks in that process because they're just not meant to do all of these things and do all of these things well. Right. And so it that person often breaks from stress or in trying to replicate themselves and other people. And it's really problematic actually for teams because especially when you have a unicorn in a team, people get compared to that person all the time. And, yes. and it's not a fair comparison because again, we're, we're operating outside of what is the normal, what should be expected. And so I think that's the challenge with unicorns, but everybody's looking for one. And it's always interesting how much people want them. I'm looking for one right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would say you are one. Oh, I, I, uh, I try not to own that when I can, but I would say that I cause a lot of problems in that space for my team. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, I could, because I do, I came from a graphic design background, so I can, I can do design. I, as I mentioned earlier, hidden in the depths of my background, I have network admin experience, which makes me pretty technically savvy. Mm -hmm. And then I also do internal and external communications. And I write proposals. So it's a lot, (laughs) but there are definitely things I don't do or I don't do well. 
and definitely on the communication side, I would say that's the place where I'm a strong writer and I can look at things from an audience perspective, which helps, but I'm not really that knowledgeable in the communication space. And so I fought really hard here to go out and find somebody who was. And so for me, the challenge is always to find people who are better in the parts rather than looking for people who meet the whole. Right. So when we're looking at innovation, I feel like the marketing unicorns of this world, it does sort of come naturally to them because like you said, they're, they're almost able to like cross pollinate in their brain mm-hmm. because they have so many talents. How have you sort of reined that in? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't <laughs> have to rein it in too much. They do it for me. No, I, I've had to learn over the years, like for a long time, it was like, what if we did this? And what if we did this? And I would get so disappointed because so often, especially working with more conservative technical peers, mm-hmm. I would often get shut down and trying to then get back in the saddle and do it again when you've been shut down. And the last idea wasn't taken and the one before that and the one before that. But eventually someone accepts it. And I've had some really good technical mentors. I I make sure that I have mentors on both sides, right? Both marketing, but also in the operations and technical side. And really those folks have helped me see when you come at us with all this enthusiasm and all these ideas, like it is so overwhelming. I can't, I can't handle it. And so I've learned to break down my ideas more and be okay with it not taking off. And I think I answered your question in there. Sorry about that. Yes, you did. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think, you know, kind of going back to some of the other things that we were talking about, it's that cross-pollination of yourself to really understand different things. If I think back in my life about when have I been the most innovative or been involved in something that's innovative, right? Like I think all the way back to when I was a graphic artist for this transportation planning and outreach firm that I was working with. And they were putting a cap on the freeway to create it into a park. So it was a a large cap that was gonna go over the top of this freeway that was actually floating. And they were very early in it and they wanted public's opinion on what could this be, but they didn't really know how to get it. And so we decided to do a series of public workshops, but we really wanted people to freely ideate. And so we came up with this idea of printing out the aerial of the area and then actually cutting where the river was out and the freeway out so that it was just kind of a clear glass area. Mm -hmm. And then providing markers and letting people just write all over this thing. And I think we set up in a park and it was just amazing to see the ideas that came from other people and to be involved in this project where as a designer, I knew how to put together a graphic for it, but I had to work with the printer to come up with a structure that will allow this thing to be together because it was a 20 foot long eight panel system to create this space for people to be able to draw on. How how did you, you know, create that, print that and make it something that we could actually set up and take down and keep and move from, you know, different meeting to meeting. And so again, it comes back to that, that problem and solving that problem and coming up with lots of different ideas 
and then finding something that actually meets the needs of both what you want to do and the audience in which you're trying to speak to. Right. I love that example. Well, there you have it, Marketeers, the special edition pre-Thanksgiving leftovers episode of the AEC Marketeer podcast. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, I would just like to say thank you again to all of the amazing guests that I've had on in 2020. It's been a wild year and getting to know all these people has been really special. So I hope you all, wherever you are, stay safe and have an amazing Thanksgiving.